to go whatever you a want premium episodes i remember one that say did he jump into oswald's body yes it's a two-part right? one yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, it's a super smart show my wife makes fun of me she's a history teacher she's making fun of me for watching this show <laughs> well she's making fun of the fact that that's where you get your history knowledge from. probably yes <laughs> at least it's not the simpsons even though i tell yeah. her Welcome in as we are here for the jock market edition of the NFL slate. Get you ready for any and every angle, both ahead of time with an IPO. And of course, once the games begin, kick off, start to look for some angles where you can jump in, buy low, sell high. It's the same as the stock market. The same strategies apply once things get going where you can take advantage of game scripts and game flow. And here to help you do that, it's not going to be me, so you can exhale. It's Terry's in the house here. As the two of us, Mike Awesome Yo is producing, and just take advantage of that promo code. It's it's right above Terry there, Jack Market. We're going to match your first deposit up to 50 bucks. See, there you go. You had it. I did that the other day where I tried to be cute and, like, point while I was on TV to somebody in the box next to me. And I pointed the wrong way, of course. And <laughs> it just looked horrific. You got it right, though. I said, well, yeah, well, up down is a little easier. That that tends to stay consistent. But yeah, I haven't really figured out the left right of it all yet either. But <laughs> glad to be with you, buddy. This should be a uh, this should be a fun one to go through. And uh, you just hit the the note that rings in my head every time I'm playing on jock market or or uh, going into it is just the old Simpsons quote where uh, Homer's uh, you know congratulating himself for. Uh, selling some stock in the power plant for like 25 bucks and uh, saying yep. oh, buy low sell high that's my motto it just rings in my head every single time i play yeah. yeah. <laughs> he walks in doesn't he get a sandwich with it <laughs> he, he goes to moe's he gets some beer with oh, it yeah, and then he right. goes home later on and the stock right. has gone up to like 2500 exactly. bucks and, and he tells marge like, oh i spent it all on beer <laughs> well no but does it doesn't marge say like oh my god we're never gonna have to worry about anything again yeah, yeah, yeah. He say like oh you heard about the beer <laughs> yeah well, yeah, yeah. He's, he said like you heard about that you heard about the stock and oh i had plans for it too honey and uh there you go it all comes back to the simpsons i, I promise yeah, you and every time that's how we're gonna make some money apply it if it works for them it's gonna work for us so <laughs> <laughs> let's look at the slate overall man because i think the beauty of jock market is looking specifically as, as we constantly talk about you just referenced there not only guys that we're going to identify pre-kick in the ipo phase to where alex on site or with awesome we're constantly using his projections where guys fit in nicely with their own fantasy projections alongside a fair ipo price but also how you expect games to kind of go if you expect blowouts high scoring games i mean there's that jets dolphins game that I don't think many people are talking about outside of our world, the fantasy betting world, that has a lot of value that should be up in the 50s or 60s. The Dallas-Kansas City game that has a built-in total. so Or maybe it's a lower games total game where you may be taking advantage of getting somebody in a lower scoring game early on with the hopes that it could blow up. How are you kind of looking overall before we start identifying some key players? Yeah, I mean, that's it. Absolutely. You want to keep your eye on, obviously, some of the standout situations that we talk about for all the different DFS sites, for betting, all these things. You want to be looking for some of these higher game totals. You want to be looking for close point spreads where it's going to be a competitive game, a lot of action back and forth. So, I mean, that Kansas City-Dallas game, everybody's been talking about that industry-wide all week long. It's got a monster total, one of the bigger totals we've seen all season at 56 points and a two-and-a-half-point spread. 
there is most likely going to be a ton of fireworks going on in that game. We're probably going to see Patrick Mahomes come in somewhere near the top of the board in terms of, uh, of total uh, fantasy points. And that's what we're looking for on this site. We're just looking for total fantasy points and it pays out based on how the guys finish. So you get 25 bucks per share for the guy who finishes first. You get 20 bucks per share for the guy who finishes second and it scales down from there. The bottom 80 and below pays out a dollar per share. So that's what we're looking for when we're buying and selling these shares. When we're talking about the prices, we're talking about finding the sweet spot in the price for, all right, this guy seems discounted. This guy seems cheap for his probability of not necessarily coming in as the top guy, but let's say he comes in fifth or sixth. Well, he's going to pay out like a $15 value on that. So if you can buy a bunch of shares of them at $3 a share, that's going to be a really good investment. So what we're looking for is those kinds of situations. And some things that leap to mind are you can get cheaper prices typically going to the IPO with some of the secondary and tertiary options in an offense. So maybe you don't buy out a ton of shares of Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey. Maybe you look to some of the other receivers. Maybe you look to a Darrell Williams who's involved in the ground part of that game as an alternative type of a play. So you want to be looking for some of the alternative plays, I think, in some of the prime spots where you can absolutely buy up a ton of shares of Patrick Mahomes, but his IPO is going to get super competitive. We've got him slated with a fair IPO price of 1041. He's going to rock it through that he's yep. going to go off somewhere in the like 12 to 15 dollar range and then after it locks he's going to be trading above that so he's difficult to get at that fair price where you're getting a good value for it so you want to start looking around the board you mentioned the uh the miami game and that's a spot i think is really interesting across the industry i think there's some significant passing potential on the uh, miami side with uh, we've got them at a 62.6 percent uh passing share in our uh, game script adjusted uh passing versus rushing so it's a really nice spot for some passing upside and I feel like a guy like Tua is going to probably get overlooked by the field to a pretty decent degree so maybe he's one of those mid-range guys we can get into in a little bit and uh and talk about the other spot to look and I know I'm talking a lot but the no, other spot to lose you're here to it, talk that's true that's true but uh, you know I like to have a little uh, back and forth and not just lecture but uh the other spot to look to is breaking news you can make a lot of money both before and after the IPOs lock with breaking news so let's say somebody goes out either has a monster, uh, you know, makes a, a, a receiver goes out the first couple of plays of the game, big catch over the middle and breaks it and goes for a touchdown, 80 yards and change. The market doesn't react quickly enough to those situations. So let's say it's a receiver down the board. Let's say it's uh, away. Um, Tyler Boyd, okay. right? Tyler Boyd, mid-range kind of a guy on the other DFS sites, getting four-ish, five-ish percent ownership, mid-range, cheapish kind of prices. We've got him slated for a 289 fair market IPO. He's probably going to go around that, maybe goes a little higher. But if you get him and he's the guy who catches that ball, breaks that touchdown early, that's going to already vault him up over where that price is most likely to pay out, where he doesn't have to do all that much to hit from, let's say, in the you know 70s or the 60s, where he would have been in that, that, that $2 price, up into you know maybe into the teens or the 20 range. So he's paying out double what you invest in him. So you run, you grab a bunch of shares of him. A great example of that last night, as soon as Nikola Jokic was announced out, and that was after the IPOs locked last night, a bunch of people had shares of him at 10 to $15 and they were trading and he was getting actively bought around $15 before he was announced out. People immediately started trying to ditch that and sucker whoever is still buying into the, into buying it. A few yep. people did. What I immediately did was snatched up a ton of shares of Aaron Gordon. I ended up with 37 shares of Aaron Gordon at like $3 and something a piece. And he came in fifth overall in fantasy scoring. So that paid out like $18 a share. 
So it was a monster wow. win. So you want to just be looking for spots like that. So if news breaks, guy gets hurt in the first quarter, guy goes off in uh, early on and the market hasn't reacted to it yet, snatch up those shares because that pays off big time. So I, I want to go back to two things. And I think the Mahomes conversation is great to look at as far as in-game because there's a scenario that I think we all can take advantage of to stay away, as you mentioned, how high that's going to shoot up pre-kick in the IPO phase. But also, let's start in that mid-range with Tua, because clearly on site, everybody's going to look at the top with our projections, with the fair IPO price for guys that are projected to be up there at the top. And it's more about finding some guys in that middle range, which you correctly identified in Tua. But it's also the people around Tua. It's the Waddles, it's the Gaskins. It's not just Tua who's going to be crossing the end zone, right? We anticipate a lot of points to be scored by the Miami Dolphins. So let's start with Tua and, and kind of look at that entire game script because I imagine that he's not the only one on that team that you could get in at a cheap price pre-kick in that IPO phase. Yeah, absolutely. You're looking at a team where in, in terms of one good way to gauge what the guy's popularity might be is to pull up some of the ownership projections that we've got for the other main sites, right? So I'm looking at my board here and I've just got those uh, sitting on, on top here. On the main, on the two other side, the two uh, primary sites in the industry, two is going under 10% owned, significantly under owned on one of them, and he's in like that mid to low range of pricing. So I think that that plays really well for him, kind of getting overlooked as people trend up toward the you know fancier plays, the Patrick Mahomes is the Josh Allen's of the world. I think Tua, he's going to go off. We've got him at a fair IPO price of 624. If he goes off around that, even if he goes a little bit above that, I think you're going to make a decent return on that. We've got him projected only a handful of points below the other, you know, primetime quarterbacks who are going to be double that price at IPO time. And another thing that you can think of about this is let's say you do get in on him cheap. You get him at $6.24, exactly at the fair IPO price. Let's say he goes out and has a monster first half. You don't have to ride that first half all the way to the end of lock. That'll, that'll rocket his price up. So if people think he's trending toward first, second, third overall and a 25 to 20 to $18 payout per share and it's halftime and you say, hey, look, I've gotten, I got him at 624. He's actively trading around 12 right now. Let me get out. Let me double my money because I don't believe this is going to go on anymore. You can jump out of it there. You can sell shares of them there. So I think that plays really well for getting to some of these mid-range guys too, because you can buy more shares, you double it up, and then you've got more to you've got volume to sell. So you're immediately cashing out. So you can make a lot of transactions like that during the games. You can buy a share, a bunch of shares of a guy at one point, sell it, and then jump into somebody else. You know, it's the same principles as the stock market. And yeah, to your point, there are three primary uh, players with him. There's Waddle, there's Gaskin, and there's Gazicki on this slate. Yep. Uh, it's it's a less uh, it's not the entire team that's available on all these sites. Otherwise, it would be impossible to pay this out properly. So you get those three options. They're all trading. The fair IPO price on all of them is right around four dollars. It's a little over on uh, on Waddle. It's a little under on the other two. I love the idea of getting to some Gazicki here. A lot of volume. The tight end spot is going to get soaked up. People are going to be paying attention to some of the other big name tight ends. I think Dawson Knox is also an interesting tight end to go with uh, all the volume that we expect for Josh Allen, assuming he comes back and plays. Um, so I think tight end just tends to get overlooked where you can get a volume tight end who gets seven targets per game for the season and sees a decent amount of looks in the red zone and has a very capable guy for a pretty low, pretty fair price. Like it's not difficult to buy up a bunch of shares of them at 385. 
Um, so if you can get to plays like that, that tie into the, one of the top overall passing games on the slate going up against the jets team that allows eight yards per pass attempt, yep. like jets team that allows 4.7 yards per rush attempt. I think it's a kind of a no brainer spot. And I think it's one that will get overlooked in that uh, pricing. All right, real quick. Let's go back to one more, more thing. And this kind of opens up some more of this in-game opportunity here. I don't know what the breaking point will be for people who, especially because look, nobody likes to take a loss in the market. And that's a big reason why people hold on to losing tickets is because they think, no, 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 this is going to turn around. This is going to turn around. But to be fair, we also have the polar opposite principle that plays where everybody gets nervous and it's oh, okay. No, no, this is, this is a dud. I'm screwed. Let me cut my losses. I wonder where the breaking point is for Patrick Mahomes. It's not like the Cowboys defense is anywhere near as bad as that Chiefs defense. We really saw that one game in which everybody's now say, oh, the Chiefs are back. The Chiefs are back. I get it. I want to feel the same way, too. But my point being is, what if they're not? And what if it's a half? And what if all of a sudden we're looking at a 17-7 Dallas Cowboys first half? Or maybe something a little bit closer, a 13-10 Chiefs lead, something along these lines where... It's Clyde Edwards Hilaire with the touchdown. It's not Mahomes up in the air. Do you think people may panic or do you think people may look at that and say, now is the time to sell because you could get in at the very least on a second half opportunity for him and not right off. Here's the thing though. I get it where the risk is. That's what you get for the game. And the risk is, is that the chiefs finish with 17 points, Terry. And we're looking back thinking, you know, maybe that Kansas city offense hasn't returned but I do think that there's going to be a breaking point for people that rush into what you laid out earlier, which is watch the IPO shoot up from Mahomes. And then if we get to that scenario where the offense isn't cooking like people thought, wait a second, what does that do for people that may be able to buy low or at least lower than what that pre-kick IPO was for Mahomes? Yeah, exactly. And uh, I'm looking over here. I was trying to uh, to pull it up on my phone, but I didn't get there in time. So uh, what, I'm sorry. What, I thought I could filibuster long enough. That's no, you did. I just didn't. I didn't think of uh, what I wanted to look at there in time, which is the uh, the payout values there. So you do have the idea of he doesn't have to be the top scoring player to to hold value for you. And it's all going to be relative to where you get in. What's the entry point going to be? So he's going to be one of the highest entry points on the board. So between whatever you buy in for him, let's say he goes at the fair market value of 1041, which he's going to go higher than that. Let's say he does land at that 1041. That leaves you $14 and what, 69 cents to, uh, or 59 cents to, uh, to get between where you bought him and what the top payout is. If you're buying a guy in the $6 range, and even if you're saying, all right, I don't think he's going to be one of the top two or three, but maybe he's got a shot at top five. Maybe he's got a shot at top 10. You're leaving yourself more margin there for your lineups to climb. So I always think that it makes sense to maybe look to some of the less expensive guys in that IPO phase, in that initial spot uh, where you're just after lock, you can still buy some shares fairly cheap, fairly close to IPO. You see it jump very, very quickly, right? but it's, it's a spot where you can still take advantage of the market not catching up to situations. But for your point, with Mahomes, what I'd be looking for there is if they have a down first half and they come in like you're describing, you know, down 17 points, he hasn't really done much. Maybe they got a TD on the ground he wasn't involved in. Well, now people might be looking to bail out of those shares and maybe that's a good time to snatch up some of those shares. If you can get him, 
around that IPO price at halftime and you still think he's got a reasonable trajectory toward a finish that's going to be profitable, you can still make money on that play. Even if you're only making, you know, two, three, four dollars a share, you're still making a little bit of a profit. It's a tougher buy-in than somebody you can do that with at the five, six dollar range and you can't get as much volume on it. That's the difficult proposition there but it does pay to pay attention to those spots where all right this guy looked really really good pre-flop and now he hasn't really performed in the first quarter the first half but maybe is there a narrative where you know patrick mahomes comes out and throws three four tds in the second half absolutely so you can still make money on those plays so those are the spots to look for for sure it's just tougher to do at the top of the sal- of the uh, of the price board all right so is there anybody else kind of at that top point maybe not right there at the top but guys that you were looking at from that higher point, I guess, if you will, that top tier, that makes sense to jump in pre-kick in that IPO phase based on when we have them, Alex, on site as well, which is a good number to buy shares at. Yeah, so I mean, the IPO process, you're bidding, right? You're throwing bids at shares and you get you can see that you're, you know, you're winning X amount of shares. So let's say I put in, we've got DAC flagged for a 649 fair market IPO. When it opens at a dollar, let's say I throw in a, a bid at 550 for, you know, 25 shares. It's going to tell me, all right, they're, they're, you're, winning, uh, you're winning 10 shares here. And there are people that are outbidding me for other shares. So I'm going to want to pump that up to the point where I'm getting the right value, getting the right uh, number of shares that I want of them. And it's a constant process and you can lose out really quickly towards when the IPO locks. Like it's all about those last few minutes and be, being on top of where your, uh, where your buys are and where your, uh, where your asks are. So it's tricky to land these guys exactly at the IPO prices that we've got recommended. But if you're going through, I recommend looking for several guys around the same price of, of whatever you're comfortable paying and putting in a couple different bids so that you're covered. This one doesn't go through. At least I grab some shares of this guy who I also think is, is fairly cheap. Um, you just end up with more shares that you can do something with that way where everybody does take a decent jump in price immediately after the IPO because the public offering came out and now everybody's got those shares they want to make money if they're going to flip them. So it's more difficult to get shares after the lock. So I'd be looking around and I think some of the premium guys like Dak, I think you can look to the quarterbacks. Josh Allen, obviously at the top of the board is a great investment if you can get them. And I'd be looking to Dak, if if Kyler Murray's playing, I'd be looking there. I'm looking at Tua. I think an interesting candidate is uh, Justin Fields. Uh, yeah. I was looking at him before because he's a guy who not overly popular on the main sites, a fairly cheap guy at the quarterback spot, but a guy with a lot of athleticism who can do some interesting things on the field. If you get the bonus, and it's weird to say that of, of a quarterback, but if you get the bonus of him throwing a touchdown pass here, he might do enough with his legs where he surprises. We've got him projected at a 17 point uh, fantasy performance. If he vaults up ahead of some of these other QBs that we've got in the 17 and 18 range and starts approaching some of the higher end of the board, that's going to be a really interesting guy to have at a cheap price. Price because he could have that performance where his athleticism takes over. He rushes for 80 yards, rushes one in, throws one. It'd be greedy to ask for two with the way he's right. performed this season, but you could see that kind of a game. So I'm interested in guys like that. Guys with the, I'm interested in guys with a big standard deviation too, which you see on a lot of the premium receivers. And like I said before, maybe we can't buy Devontae Adams uh, pre-lock at $10 a share or $9.72 where we've got him priced. Or maybe we can, but we can only get 10, 15 shares of them, where if you go down to another receiver, let's say we scroll down to AJ Brown, who's getting a lot of popularity around the industry because he's fairly priced around the industry. He's going to be fairly priced at IPO as well. So if you can get him 
around six, $7, as opposed to one of these guys, uh, Devonte Adams at nine or 10, you're buying a few additional shares there. Yep. If you go down even further, you can book additional volume, right? So it's all about having the right price and the right amount of volume. And that's, that's really how you print money on this site. Oh, it's amazing. Right. And we continue to offer up these promo codes for you for a reason. Awesome. O-A-W-E-S-E-M-O. And we're going to match your first deposit up to $50 on jock market. And you can do some damage right away. A bunch of different tournaments that you can get in here, especially just using our own projections on site as Terry and I continue each time we get on talking about the different attacks that you can have both pre and post kick. I do like how we were looking a little deeper. I know you mentioned Justin Fields. We talked about Tua and that Miami game. Is there anybody maybe even below, dare I say, in long shot range that you've looked at that you thought, you know, based off, and, and it doesn't necessarily have to be even guaranteed or even heavily projected as far as game flow that we have on site, but just something you like for a guy or two that maybe you know many people are not going to look at because it's just not a game people are looking at. So not necessarily not a game that people are looking at, but kind of to my point before about, uh, you know, maybe we're looking to some of these other options in these games that we do like a guy who sticks out where we've got him priced T Y Hilton for $2 and 20 cents. We've got him with a 9.89 fantasy point projection. It's not remarkable, but that's a handful of yards and, you know, a half of a, of a touchdown in that projection or something, you know, if you get, a good T.Y. Hilton game at that kind of a price, that's got explosive upside. And he's playing in one of the more heavily totaled games. It's a 50-point uh, game total in that game. He's on the wrong side of it, so people are going to be looking more to the Stefan Diggs of the world, the Emmanuel Sanders, the Cole Beasleys of the world to pair uh, to play from the Buffalo side where we expect the action. Buffalo is seven-and-a-half-point favorite in this game. So look to the indie side. Look to the guys that are less popular. There's just as much upside for T.Y. Hilton to score a touchdown. Maybe not just as much, but there's significant upside. Side. So guys, guys like that, I'm always going to be interested in um, where you can find, you know, alternate spots in these big games. I think looking to like a Tony Pollard in that Dallas game, could yes. be interesting. $2 and seven cents a share is where we've got him on the fair IPO. Tony Pollard breaks one and he's a guy who sees a you know, fair amount of volume. He had uh, 17 touches the last time out, averages 11.8, sees 2.8 targets per game, had seven targets the last time out. So there's volume for Tony Pollard, even as a lower end guy in that offense, somebody that they're not going to immediately think of. By the same token, I expect Michael Gallup's price will go up. We've got him at 261 right now. That'll go up. He'll go off above that because Amari Cooper got put on uh, IR. So yep. he's going to be a more featured option. If you see him at that 261 price, I would say snatch up shares of that because that's going to be you know explosive upside in that offense with the 56 game total. Uh, so he's a guy I'll definitely at least take a look of where he's at. Um, and that's kind of what I want to do. I'll, I'll go game by game through those highly total games, through these alternate guys, and I'll just look for the who's at what range, who's at what price point, where can I get in, and what do I think doesn't make sense, and how can I take advantage of it versus where the market's at, and where are we going to find a touchdown, where are we going to find value, what can I buy, get a touchdown out of, and then sell. You know, So those, those are the plays that you can find from the lower end. Yeah, it's amazing, and we keep telling you this for a reason here, and that's why Terry – continues to reinforce this notion that the games don't stop once the ball goes up in the air, once kickoff, whatever it may be, whatever sport you're playing here on jock market, you know, that's why you're here. Like, you know, game flows, you know, how things play out, you know, when runs are coming. So take full advantage of that, especially if it's unforced errors. You know, if a guy's missing a couple of people wide open 
in the first half. That's not because of pressure. That's not a game flow that the quarterback is suffocating. That's just mistakes that usually have a way to even out. So, so much of this rides, I think, yes, a lot getting in, but so much as you've done a really good job explaining, rides on just paying attention. Just paying attention to what's going on. Like, you really have to. And I love that. So much as, oh, your lineups are locked or shit, you missed somebody who got hurt and, you know, your lineups are locked, you're screwed. Here you can take full advantage. Even if you think you're screwed after a quarter, you could take full advantage of it. It's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's it's a game that goes through the entire day. And when I say that, I mean the entire day because you've got the evening game on this slate as well. So that's also something that people might not actively be thinking of, just thinking about the day games, just thinking about what's already started. What's And they're going to be focused on what's starting right at one o'clock too. So you can take advantage during the one o'clock games. Look to the four o'clock games. Look to guys that are playing that their games haven't started yet. You can frequently find some discounts or at least some prices around the fair IPO price. Let's say you pay 20 cents more a share than we're uh, uh, you know, somebody went off on the uh, on the IPO. That's fine. You're still buying that upside. You're shooting for that bigger payout. You're shooting for that fifteen dollar a share payout. So I don't care if you pay six fourteen instead of five eighty eight. It all comes out in the wash if that hits and if that connects for you. So it's a fun site. I really. I, I took advantage of our fifty dollars uh, deposit bonus. Beautiful. They've got. Are they still running the uh, the guarantee as well? That was something. Uh, yeah. I don't yeah. want to read it if it's not there. <laughs> uh, I, I, I assume, you know, you really put me in a tight spot here because I don't know the answer. and I'm not sure if I should say I don't know the answer. <laughs> so as of yesterday, when I was talking about this site, I'll say that they were running a pretty aggressive money back yes. promo on your first markets uh, for NBA and yes. NFL. So first up to market $100 guarantee. if I'm not mistaken. Yep. That's so that's important. So we're giving you 50 bucks as a deposit match and they're guaranteeing you a hundred bucks back if you up of losses up to a hundred bucks on your first market. That's pretty killer. That's a pretty easy way to print money. I took our $50 deposit bonus. I've run my account up uh, after last night with Aaron Gordon. Right. We're just under 700 bucks and we're flying. So, I mean, and that's without putting very much effort or money into it. So it's a great site. I really enjoy it. Yeah, that's my fault. I, I misheard what you said. So, yes, the first market guarantee, full effect. You were right to bring that up. Jock market is huge, pushing that throughout. So take advantage of everything we have at DigitalB21 on Twitter, at Shander Show for me, Mike Awesome producing. Thanks to Jock Market. Have a great night.